0: Hi there, welcome to another episode of A Song in a Chat with your host Pete Pascoe. How you doing? I hope you're having a great week. This uh, song that you're listening to here is one of these days it's going to come up on the, the old... Uh, yeah, it's a song. It's going to end up on the old uh, podcast here. Um, welcome, welcome everybody. Gather around, Here we go. Uh, another episode of sort of like a songwriter speaks kind of day. Uh, episode, um, what a bit of a chat about all sorts of things if it's your first time here. Um, thanks so much for stopping by. I hope you enjoy yourself. Um, you probably had a look at the notes and thought, oh yeah, oh, I'll give this guy a go. All right, where am I having a go from? I am having a go online on my microphone from Melbourne, Australia, um, down the Mornington Peninsula, which is a great part of the world. Very lucky. We've got the ocean at the end of the road. Uh, it's, uh, it's one of the world's largest sort of Bays that behaves like an inland lake and it is pretty shallow in places, quite deep in other places. And I'm talking about that to you now. You think it was said to do with songwriting? Well, I think it's really important when you're a songwriter. Here you go songwriter, you're in the shoes of a songwriter now. Got my fishing shoes on. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, it's really, really good to do something completely different to what you are passionate about in terms of creatively passionate about. So I love songwriting and um, I love going out and just forgetting all about songwriting and going chasing a fish. Now I do that quite a bit. It's just kind of my thing. Down, down at the beach, it's pretty good. Um, today's song... A little light sort of brings up a few things. So I've, I've got a new light in my studio. I mentioned that the other week, and it's fine. Hang on, I'm having a look at it now. Turn round. Yeah, know, it's, it's not the <laughs> not the sexiest thing. It's actually pretty cool. No, I think it's really cool. Brass and big, and you know, you tap it once, twice, three times, it gets lighter, darker. Ooh, I feel like Homer Simpson. Hmm, darker, lighter, <laughs> and uh, a little light. There you go. It's a big little light. Um, Another light I saw this morning, which was pretty cool, um, I was fishing off the rocks, looking down just in a bit of a dream, and, and you, when you're fishing for squid, which is pretty good fun, you cast it out, this lure, and then you sort of can forget about it, because you're sort of just reeling it in really quietly, like, like a little overgrown shrimp with hooks on, mean, but maybe that's the way it is, looking down, and into the waters, like an aquarium at my feet, and there's a squid right down there, just just a, a littleish one, but... Had the really cool electric blue kind of lights around the outside of his fins, and it was it was just after dawn. And looking down, seeing this little guy just sort of down there hanging out and scooting around a bit. I tell you what, I love nature. I love the way nature brings a little light into our lives. I was out last night under the stars with a with a young fella who um, could be the last time he goes fishing with me because he outfished me. <laughs> He reminds me of me, young um, Liam. He did really well. He caught a couple of big flathead which don't they don 't sound like an attractive fish, and well they 're not very attractive to look at, but boy, do they taste good and This young fellow picked up a couple in no time at all. I was completely skunked, <laughs> and under the the cool thing was we were just sitting back under the stars there together on on the beach, and I was I showing was a few things about casting and why well, he were showing me wasn 't it really and uh saw two shooting stars, and after each shooting star, the young fella got a fish on. So that was pretty cool as well. So there's all kinds of light that we can choose to bring into our life. Okay, I chose to pick up that big lamp from the side of the road. It's in my studio. And uh, yeah, we're out under the stars. Now, uh, we had been fishing earlier in the day as well, so it was a bit of a mission. And fishing at dawn, and like a madman, I think I'm going out tonight as well. (laughs) So it's going to be fun. So um, I think there's different ways you can bring a little bit of light into your life. And that was sort of what got me sparked up (laughs) uh, about this particular song, A Little Light. And um, I think what we're going to do is we're going to roll it. Here we are. Here we go. This says, Pete Pasco singing A Little Light. Oh, and this demo is uh, actually a recent one. And, and you can check it out on my YouTube channel if you like. I've yeah, got uh, Pete Pasco Art and Music. And uh, I'll tell you a bit more about that later on. If you want to have a snoop there, you can after this. Here is the audio. A Little Light. Rolling. Okay, this one just jumped out here. This week is called A Little Light uh, from 2012. I played it for a while.
1: is come.
0: All right, there you go. There's a little light, a gentle one this week. Um, I couldn't help thinking just then; it popped into my mind that they'd make a nice little tune for the middle of a movie somewhere, wouldn't it? Just imagine something, obviously not in the middle of the day, a nighttime kind of scene. And I don't know, maybe a, maybe a, a youngster just sort of sitting back, reflecting. Uh, a bit of moonlight coming in the window, and or perhaps an older person. a Bit of moonlight. There's nothing like a bit of moonlight creeping in, eh? Hey? Creeping in the window. It's, it's the coolest thing. Nothing like a bit of moonlight when you're out and about. It was, it was great to be out and under the stars till about, I think about 11 last night. And then I was up again at quarter to five this morning to take the young fella fishing at dawn and saw the first light as well. So that was pretty cool. Cool experience. Okay, here's a little light for you. Um, we're going to dive into the words here. Here we go. Um, a little light. Pete Pascoe, yeah, as I said, 2012. There, that's a bit of a surprise. Yeah, that note in my voice. Oh, 2012. Where did those years go? There we go. Song number 580 of his songbooks, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Memories remind us of the places that we've been. Okay, Pete Pascoe's trick number one. What does he do? Starts with something blindingly obvious. Maybe I might want to mix that up a bit. It must be interesting to see how we go on with these songs. I think I do, but it's just something I do sort of ground things in reality. So there's a statement. Memories remind us of places that we've been. Got it. Not far behind this, the faces that we've seen and the feelings. Okay, so you're now being a songwriter. See what I did there? You started with something obvious, the places that we've been. And then can you see me pausing with my pen thinking... And what, what's after that? Oh yeah, some, some detail, some detail. what memories? Oh, I remember that guy that, that face? Wow, where did that come from? for that, oh, that made me feel okay, so straight away you've got three sort of levels to your um what', what you call this your, your story, I guess, yeah, for want of a better word, uh, the dialogue that's going on. the place, the face, aha, the feeling. and that is number one. people want the feeling. okay. They live inside us, quietly pull our strings. Oh, they don't mind that. So that the idea there is uh these sub these memories that lie in our subconscious that we're not even aware they're even there, isn't it amazing? And then we just for a minute dip into that pool of our past and then our memory pops up and a face and a feeling and Maybe that, maybe that memory sort of is tugging at you, like your heartstrings. Maybe I was thinking about, that's not bad. I was thinking about puppet strings, you know, those cool old, uh, wooden puppets that, um, a guy can sort of, a person can sort of put the crisscross bit of wood and make them jump around, you know, a bit like Geppetto before, uh, Pinocchio came to life, that sort of thing. I think, I think those, yeah, some of those memories we're not even aware of can have the biggest hold on us hold on us in our life. I think did you like the way I said hold on us completely wrong twice in a row? <laughs> it says an answer that I tell you. Okay, traveling beside us, they help us to bring so I did it there wrong. I did that wrong. I, I've got the word us crossed out. I'll try that again. Traveling beside us, they help to bring us in the moment. That's a lot better not sure if you heard when I sang it. I sang it with an us before. I said us to bring us in the moment. There'd be three us's in the same sentence, which would be a bit of a record, I'll bet. (laughs) So I'm no no perfectionist. I, I just obviously, I mean, as an artist, you just write this stuff out and see where it's going to take you. Okay, I'm talking all over this, but there's a bit of a flow here. Let's just check the flow again. Second verse, they live inside us, quietly pull our strings, traveling beside us. They help to bring us in the moment. So when I said they had the biggest hold on us, they're not so bad. It makes up our character, I think. Um, you know, perhaps that's what Disney was thinking with Pinocchio. And I wasn't intending to speak about Pinocchio at all, but I think it's pretty cool. Um, those different layers to ourself. All going along, we sort of have this version of ourselves, don't we, in our head? And I don't know about you, but I'm pretty surprised when I catch myself in the mirror sometimes. Like, Who's that old geezer? <laughs> Nothing. Oh, look at that smooth young man. Yeah, right. I, I think um, you do. You're a little bit surprised sometimes, and you know, when you're just walking through, uh, like a shopping mall, which happens once every ten years for me. But okay, out in the street, and you just you catch your reflection, and it's just somehow just a little bit different to what you thought it might be. And I like the way that can kind of give you a little insight into how others may view you. Now, I think if you had walked another step and looked in that reflection again, I think you'd see another you. I think we're walking, the human condition is just fascinating to me. And I think we change from instant to instant depending on what's at the forefront of our brain. And if we've dipped into one of these memories, we can be pretty yeah, it'd be pretty reflective. So that—that's the sort of place I wanted to go as a songwriter. And I—I like I tell you, I love going there as a songwriter. That's what I love doing. Where do I go? Sort of like casting forward, like the fishing analogy, into the unknown, into the depths. Is it, is it collective consciousness, the subconscious pool, whatever it is? It—it it, it gives a reflection, and and it gives something more. It's—it's it's a great place to be as a creative person. And I feel really. Really lucky, just to be able to sort of flick that on and jump in there. All right, I don't know if it's going to last forever. It's it's been there all my life, and I'm very grateful for that. Okay, before it's gone, ooh, what did I just say? Oh, gone. Wow, if it wasn't there, how would it feel? Don't know. That'd be wild thing, mother. And I too, I've never taken a moment of it for granted. There you go. And I've tried to put it to good use. Okay. I see a little light in the darkest hours. And I do. I see a little light in our quiet lives. So two opposite sort of things there. Darkest hours, heavy scene. Whoa, 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 but that's okay. I can see a little light. No matter what, you can bring a little light into your life. One way or another, you can pick up a lamp from the side of the road, yeah? You can get a cat, like we've got cats, and a little light in their eyes. Mate, are they mischievous? <laughs> you want to see them, you can see them on my blog, actually. I put a little photo up this week just for the heck of it. And don't you love the sound of a cat's purr? Is that not the sound of love? It's a, it's a great sound, isn't it? Actually, when it, I don't think you can hear it. Hang on. Now, when I walked into my studio this evening, we had one of these loud crickets. You know, that like little in a little, no big. In Australia, a lot of insects are big. Well, this things go. These things, and they're like a, I don't know, a never-ending blast from a referee's whistle. There you go, give an the idea in a football match. And when they switch on, man, they, they can really give you a ringing in the air. So I was actually kind of hoping that they carry on, but now they have stopped. All right, so there's a little you can bring you can bring a little into your life, or you can bring a little bit of light. Okay, this next bit, next first three, uh, we made a science of denying ourselves the cream. <laughs> I don't mind that at all. What's the science? Well, that's when you do a whole lot of experiments. How many different ways can we sort of prove this kind of wrong, How to prove it right, that sort of thing? What are we doing? Going over and over the same ground, denying ourselves the cream. And people, I think our yeah, little cream is not a bad thing. We can give, I think it's a really good idea to treat ourselves Every day in some way. Now, that could be just a little, life's little pleasure, like a, something you do, like stopping and admiring a certain sort of bird call. Here's a New Zealand bellbird. I'll try it. Hang on. Oh. <laughs> Bellbirds are beautiful in New Zealand. They, they are a really nice bird. There's some very nice bird calls over here in Australia. Uh, one interesting one is the Australian bellbird. And it goes ding. It really does. a goes, ding, like next customer, please. Ding. It's pretty funny. Ding. And then mate answers him. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> There's a cool thing, a bird called a butcher bird here, which I think I mentioned before. And he's pretty cool. He, he he has got a nice sort of tone and he likes to listen and come up with different melodies, which I think is a pretty cool thing about a bird. Uh, a blackbird is another one I can think of that might do that. Not too many birds do that, but there you go. Butcher bird. Uh, Anyway, where were we? Denying ourselves the cream. Well, I wasn't there. I really love stopping and listening to bird calls. They're the antidote of the noise of the city, aren't they? All right. Why? Now, I I did actually have why die in silence instead of trumpeting your dreams. And I just thought, well, it's true. But I just thought it's just a bit harsh. That's what I was thinking. And in the moment, as I sang that demo, I went... Why lie in silence instead of trumpeting your dreams? And what I did there was a little double play to do on lie, because what we're doing is, is why why lie when the truthful thing is, you'd rather have, you'd rather trumpet your dream, but why lie? And also lie, didn't take away die, because it could be lying in state. I was thinking that. So there you go. Why lie in silence instead of trumpeting your dreams? And, you know, we... By the way, it's George. I tell you, what, you stick your neck out in this life, and you can become a tall poppy. I am. I'm very familiar with that. You get that. I used to love playing sport, and you know, it, you you either stick your neck out and get on with it, or you don't. And and you, you, you develop pretty thick skin as a result of doing that. Um, yeah, you get a lot of good. You get a lot of love coming in, and you do. You can cop a bit of criticism, and that. that goes with the territory yeah people are pretty quick pretty quick to say you know some not very kind things sometimes and i think it's really important that we are kind to each other because then we can support each other it's pretty obvious stuff but uh if you know that if you know i have the, I've, of course you know whoever you know that's doing creative stuff in your life give them support give them give them all the all the love you can and and some kind words and if you're wondering. If they want to hear what they're doing is any good, here they do. They want to hear that. And and it comes, what it does, it's sort of self-perpetuating. It turns into this cyclical thing. It becomes bigger, yeah? And, and it, I think that's what sort of happens with some songs in the world. They attract kind of energy, and it gets passed on, and yeah. Anyway, a little light. Let's look at the music now. I haven't played the piano at all tonight. Hang on, is it going? Oh, it is. Okay, so what I'm gonna do is a bit different now. I might try a little piano instrumental version of it. Just sort of struck me as a thing to do. How would it be? Because I'm looking at the melody. Is the melody a strong melody or not? And where did it come from? Here's where it came from. This little riff here, which I didn't actually play in the demo, but I can read it. Hang, sort of, it's a strange one. Just a bit simpler than that, but, And I was trying to, what I was trying to do there was come up with a sound, if I was in a movie, that is a little light. So, it was up here, wasn't it? Okay, here's the song, Melody. Something like that it was a bit rough, wasn't it? I sort of played around the melody here and there. Um, I did something there, I did a counter bass which wasn't actually in the song, and I didn't mind that. And, and that's the thing every time, here we go, as songwriting tip A or B or D, um, every time you go back and go over your song, uh, it's tapping. Uh, you can um, embellish it. You can change it up, and 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 I think it's like a piece of putty or a piece of clay. That that's the way I approach songwriting. Um, they're all my babies, and I, I nurse them along. And you and you sort of you, you sort of tease, and you you bring a little light into each piece that you do as you go along. Okay, so was a mel- melody any good? I don't know. It's not bad, is it? I mean. Uh,
1: Memories remind us
0: of the places that we've been, not
1: far behind us.
0: And again, yeah, yeah. And the next bit, um, that Gone, what was that? Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. in this section didn't feel like much was going on, did it? Mm-hmm. And what I have in mind is like an orchestra building. Building, building, and then something not big, a little light coming in here. Like, you know, so if that was building, I'll try and put a, a string sound. Hang on, what am I doing that? Um, yeah, well, <laughs> no, that's the sort dividing of Isn't that the worst string sound? Hang on, we can do better than that. <laughs> it's great fun being a keyboard player, isn't it? Hey, hey that's a bit better building, and then when you get to that I see a little light, maybe just (laughs) Can I just stick to the piano? (laughs) I'll just talk about the sounds I want to use because uh, it was going horribly wrong, wasn't it? So if it's building, you get the idea. And then
1: I see a little The hours.
0: So what I've gone into is song arranging, isn't it? I just can't help myself, and that's what goes on as a songwriter for me, anyway. Even though I'm playing just the piano and I'm singing, I'm thinking of all these different instruments all the time, and only the ones that here you go. I'm not making them up; they're popping into my mind. It's like a certain passage, a little bit, just like, oh, what would I do there? Like I say, the strings and that sort of thing. Uh, I imagine a little, just a slight. Really cool Rhodes electric piano, something like that in this song might be a nice thing, um, and a slightly unusual production on it. What's production? That's when you dress your song up. Is that songwriting? Well, I, th- I think perhaps it is in this day and age. Here's here's the thing: a lot of music is is written and, and rec- in the same moment as it's recorded. You yeah? know, we've got a lot of uh, computerized sort of music happening, and there's a lot of good stuff. There's a lot of lots of good stuff, just like a lot of good classical, not so good classical, all that sort of thing. Um, but the point is, as a songwriter, thinking about sounds can be quite inspirational. There you go. Everyone thinks about, oh, he's a songwriter. He's going to just focus fully on the lyrics. Well, it turns out, as I'm analyzing this each each week, it's quite a, quite a big surprise to me because I'm never quite sure at all what I'm going to be talking about, but here's something different again, yeah? So yes, the words can inspire your music, but thinking about different sounds can inspire your music as well. And, you know, you might do a less is more kind of a run. On, On the piano, you can get pretty carried away. You can do this... all over the place, all twinkly. But if you're a string player, you're just going to be sort of in unison going... sort of thing coming up and playing writing a song simply I think I think is a good idea yeah I think some of the best songs are very simple there you go only a few chords in the song it's in the key of A flat A flat and B flat and C minor I think these ones all pretty much sort of belong together no great surprises but I do like the counter bass on the chorus i just go into this that bit there I see a
1: little light
0: In the darkest hour. There it is. That. I find myself as a keyboard player using different basses, like E flat chord normally has an E flat bass. Yeah? But I'm playing it B flat. And it just sort of feels like it's going on somewhere. And speaking of that, Ascending run. Here we go. I've got one here on A-flat. Up to F. Up to G. A-flat. Because it's
1: gone.
0: So, yeah, that was over an A-flat bass. So I've repeated a motif there we go, that's an little musical phrase. It's sort of come along and same amount of uh, time taken over the course of the bars. Ba 3, 4, ba 3, 4, ba 2, 3, 4, five, two, three, four Yeah. All right. I think that sort of pretty much covers the technical side of A Little Light. Um, and the lyrics, yeah, thin air. As I say, memories remind us. And I think it's a great thing to reflect on memories. I really do. I mean, that's that's a great song, isn't it? And, um, you know, whatever you're getting up to in your life, I think it's a pretty good idea to write some stuff down. I really do. Ever really wanted to write some poetry? Go on, write some poetry. Don't hold back. Been brave enough ever to write a song? You don't have to be brave. Now, look, you do but it's just like jumping into a pool and you're going to be supported. Now, there's times you go underwater and you're like, what am I doing here? This isn't going well, i cannot swim. But slowly but surely, you learn a bit of dog paddle and sometimes you just like you're floating on the water and it, it's, it's the coolest thing, it really is. So I wonder if I'm going to catch a, another fish tonight because like a madman, I am going to go out for another lash once it's dark later on. Uh, feed the family. I tell you what, that calamari, calamari tasted pretty good at lunchtime. I'm going to see a photo of calamari. I have put a photo of food on my blog. I've done it again. PetePasco.wordpress.com. If you want to check it out, um, had a good. I actually had a good few comments. Uh, some very nice comments of a band video that I did. If you want to check it out, it's called "Girl Went Away" and uh, by Pete Pasco and the Patient Hum. That is up now, and I, I shot the video. Zero budget with a phone on a tripod from about three angles as I sang the song. And I I cut and pasted the angles together and did a bit of superimposing of the other guys in the band. And I I shot the video down on my beach from going fishing tonight. So if you like the look of a sunset, Want to hear a nice song? I think I think the boys, we all collectively wrote that song, and I could talk about where that song came from sometime. That might be an idea. It came from Neil's riff on his guitar. So if that has piqued your curiosity, you want to check out a song, another one, video. Uh, there's 120-odd videos or 40, I don't know. There's quite a few on the YouTube channel now. I'm enjoying all this online stuff. Um, and really, like like what I'm doing here... it it gives me great pleasure to be sharing stuff you know um if if you're gleaning some songwriting ideas a bit amongst all my you know chat and that sort of thing well that's great if you're just enjoying a bit of a chat but the songwriter listening or you're listening to some piano you like that um thanks so much for tuning in this week i do hope you've enjoyed yourself with a little light um Anything more to add? Right now, I'd be looking around the room. Yeah, Anyone got something to say there? You know, and I love performing live. Can't wait to get out and do some more of it. But COVID's got other ideas at the moment. That's why uh, I did a little light live in the lounge. So you can see me singing and playing in my lounge. And I can't help myself. I get right in there like I'm performing. And I really, really love it. I just do. And I tell you what, I love writing songs. So thanks very much for tuning in this week. This is... Pete Pasco signing out catch you next week thanks so much bye bye
1: see you later.